Hey there, thanks for joining me on The Hollow Bone. This is your host, Kim Holloway. This is the podcast for mystical exploration and discovery, where I'll be sharing with you powerful stories, passages, and experiences, at least for now, that's the goal, uh, both my own and that of others, so that you and I can grow collectively in our connection to the divine, whatever that means for you, or at least our awakening to that connection, so that we can flow, um, flow in more alignment, authentic alignment with who we truly deeply are and who we aspire to be in this life, in alignment with that purpose that tugs at our souls. Um, That's what the theme of my life has been over really my whole life, but specifically in the last few months, I've been feeling this deeper pull um, and calling to really connect uh, to who I am and what I want and um, where I'd like to go. And so today I'm really delighted to share with you Um, from this deeply spiritual book that many view as the reference for reigniting within us that inner knowing of the untamed, the magical and wildly powerful divine feminine aspect of the soul. So the title of the book is Women Who Run With Wolves, Myths and Stories of the Wild Woman Archetype. Um, But whether you're a man or a woman, I think there's so much in this that can help us understand ourselves as humans. Um, the author, Dr. Clarissa Pinkola Estes, uh, the, she, her book, really her book popped into my life recently during this time where I, like I said, I felt this pull um, and more and more I feel called and led to operate in the spiritual gifts that have played out my whole life in my roles as teacher, as life coach, as healer, um, as warrior, and more and more I'm seeing as priestess, um, roles that are still unfolding for me in many ways in my personal and professional life. Um, Even the name of this podcast, The Hollow Bone, you know, a hollow bone is really a, a conduit for the divine. And I I can sense, you know, for myself, and I'm sure many of you also can sense that in many ways, um, God, um, the divine, uh, however you, you know, define this, you know, being in the universe, um, it it definitely uh, uses us, right, as as a path, as a conduit to um, affect each other and um, this world. So, So yeah, so these roles have been unfolding for me. Um, I've spent some time exploring my heart, my soul, and really um, one of the things, one of the themes that I have seen play out through my whole life is that this wolf, this animal, I felt deeply drawn and connected to. And I've met other women who have had this same sense, you know, and then recently and really throughout my life, I had visions of running with my pack and really felt this awesome energy um, around the idea of, A, having a pack, right? Having this family of wild, strong, unified, um, 
people, wolves <laughs> to run with. But then also, you know, I see us sprinting through the forest together um, with a common goal, you know, a common mission, a common purpose. And, and in those visions, I felt, you know, the wilderness cut through me, even as a guttural howl erupts from my, from my soul. Um, and I just feel this awesome connection to that. So when I came across the story of La Loba, which is the wolf woman in chapter one of this book, Women Who Run With Wolves, um, I felt this really deep knowing and ignition in my spirit, a recognition of myself inside this story, which is what myths and stories truly gift to us, a deeper knowing of our own selves. And so I thought, you know what, I want to share um, some of these things and reflect on some of these things together. So what better way to do it than just to do it? So here it is. La Loba. There is an old woman who lives in a hidden place that everyone knows in their souls, but few have ever seen. As in the fairy tales of Eastern Europe, she seems to wait for lost or wandering people and seekers to come to her place. She is circumspect, often hairy, always fat, and especially wishes to evade most company. She is both a crower and a cackler, generally having more animal sounds than human ones. I might say she lives among the rotten granite slopes in Tarahumara Indian territory, or that she is buried outside Phoenix near a well. Perhaps she will be seen traveling south to Monte Alban in a burnt-out car with the back window shot out. Or maybe she will be spotted standing by the highway near El Paso or riding shotgun with truckers to Morelia, Mexico or walking to market above Oaxaca with strangely formed bows of firewood on her back. She calls herself by many names. La Juicera, Bone Woman, La Trapera, The Gatherer, and La Loba, wolf woman. The sole work of La Loba is the collecting of bones. She collects and preserves especially that which is in danger of being lost to the world. Her cave is filled with the bones of all manner of desert creatures, the deer, the rattlesnake, the crow, but her specialty is wolves. She creeps and crawls and sifts through the montañas, mountains, and arroyos, dry riverbeds looking for wolf bones, and when she has assembled an entire skeleton, when the last bone is in place and the beautiful white sculpture of the creature is laid out before her, she sits by the fire and thinks about what song she will sing. And when she is sure, she stands over the criatura, raises her arms over it, and sings out. That is when the rib bones and leg bones of the wolf begin to flesh out and the creature becomes furred. La Loba sings some more, and more of the creature comes into being. Its tail curls upward, shaggy and strong. And La Loba sings more, and the wolf creature begins to breathe. And still, La Loba sings so deeply that the floor of the desert shakes, and as she sings, the wolf opens its eyes, leaps up, and runs away down the canyon. Somewhere in its running, whether by the speed of its running, or by splashing its way into a river, or by way of a ray of sunlight or moonlight hitting it right in the side, the wolf 
is suddenly transformed into a laughing woman who runs free toward the horizon. So remember, if you wander the desert and it is near sundown and you are perhaps a little bit lost and certainly tired, that you are lucky for La Loba may take a liking to you and show you something, something of the soul. That's the end of the La Loba story in the text. But then the author continues saying, we all begin as a bundle of bones, lost somewhere in a desert, a dismantled skeleton that lies under the sand. It is our work to recover the parts. It is a painstaking process. Best done when the shadows are just right for it takes much looking. La Loba indicates that we are to look for the indestructible life force, the bones. The work of La Loba can be thought of as representing un cuento milagro, a miracle story. It shows us what can go right for the soul. It is a resurrection story about the underworld connection to wild woman. It promises that if we will sing the song, we can call up the psychic remains of the wild soul and sing her into a vital shape again. La Loba sings over the bones she has gathered. To sing means to use the soul voice. It means to say on the breath the truth of one's power and one's need. To breathe soul over the thing that is ailing or in need of restoration. This is done by descending into the deepest mood of great love and feeling till one's desire for relationship with the wildish self overflows and then to speak one's soul from that frame of mind. That is singing over the bones. Oh man, I just, I love this text and it just really, really takes me to a place of, of just really inserting myself into this story, both as La Loba, but also as the wolf who transforms into the woman running free. Because I think about, you know, exactly what the author says. We all begin as a bundle of bones lost somewhere in a desert. You know, we all uh, have these moments of exhaustion, feeling lost, feeling dry. Um, and it's amazing to have someone breathe a soul over us when we need restoration. Uh, I've in many ways view that as my calling as a healer, as a coach, um, to create safe places for uh, my people to uh, allow me to hold space for them, but also to sing over them, to breathe a soul over them over the thing that is ailing, over the thing that's in need of restoration. Um, but I also think that in many ways we can be la loba for ourselves. And I, I kind of think that's much of the point that, you know, if you're sitting here now listening and you feel, you know, the ache in your bones, the ache in your spirit, the ache in your heart, uh, the wounds that, you know, maybe you've put some salve on and maybe you know, you're, you're functioning right now, but you know that there's deep work to be done for your healing. Uh, you know, allow yourself to come to that place of um, descending into the deepest love and uh, allowing yourself to reconnect 
with your wildish self so that you can speak over yourself, so that you can sing over those bones that have become brittle and disconnected and um, that are not no longer piecing together the way that they were designed to do. Um, you know, in some ways in, we are La Loba, but then, you know, in other ways we are, we are the bones, you know, uh, we are being put back together in this walk that we're on through life. We're being pieced back together um, in ways that reinvigorate us, that um, enliven us again so that we can run again. And then somewhere in that running again, you know, whether it's through the speed or the splashing, as she says, uh, we are transformed um, into, yeah, I love how she says, a laughing woman who runs free. Um, I, I imagine this naked, wild, free woman with her hair in her face and tangled, um, flowing wildly behind her. And she has this wild grin on her face and her eyes are are so bright and shining. And she doesn't care what anyone thinks. Um, she's not even necessarily aware that there is anyone else. She just knows that she's wide open and completely liberated, um, free of fear, uh, free of the trappings of modern life like jobs and chores. Um, she is just running and and full of life. Um, so I hope you enjoyed that as much as I do. Uh, I hope you'll you'll subscribe and join me again. Um, I'll, I'm going to try to create a practice here where we can get together. Um, and just kind of explore uh, some fascinating ways, texts, um, passages, stories, experiences um, that will allow us to, to really just rediscover or maybe even discover for the first time uh, how, how incredibly powerful uh, we are. And maybe we just get a little bit more free. Uh, in our love, in our expression, our authentic expression of, of who we are and how we want to walk in this life. So, kept it under 15 minutes. Hope you enjoyed. So much love to you.